lift up your hands to the Lord this morning. Say thank you to the Lord for life he has given you, for the oh, grace yes, to be in his presence. Oh, this morning, I love the house of the Lord. I love to be in the presence of God. I love to be in his house. I love to be there. What a blessing. Always a blessing to be given the opportunity to stand here and to be in this place. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We bless you, O God. And we say thank you for your love and for your mercy towards us. Oh God, this morning, let your word find place in our hearts. Let your word dwell richly in our hearts. Let it heal. Let it deliver. Let it help. Let the key of salvation now be given to your people, O God. The key of faith. The faith that will take us to higher levels. Let it be released this morning. We bless you. We honor you. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout a big amen. 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 Somebody shout your loudest. Amen. Amen. And you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We are sharing on the subject of faith. And we have um, one of our powerful books that we can learn from. Faith Secrets. And I would encourage everybody get this book. I'm sure it's at the bookshop. So, faith is the central theme of our service and our lives. And um, Christianity is actually a work of faith. It is for people who believe things. That's why Christians are called believers. Check whether the one sitting by you is a believer. She a believer. You are not sure. He's not sure. Yeah. So we call them or we, we are called believers. Why? Because we believe things that, if you like, unbelievers cannot believe. You have to be a believer to believe. Yes. Because they are not, like somebody will say that, show me Jesus in a test tube. Do you know test tube? Yeah. Then I will believe. Jesus is in no test tube. And there's no experiment or um, um, a machine or anything that can be used to prove Jesus. The only way you can follow him is by faith. And if you don't have faith, you can't follow Jesus. If you don't have faith, you can't be a Christian. As I said, it is, it is at the center of everything. It is what determines everything. Actually, if you don't have faith, some of the things they will talk about, or some of the things in the Bible, some of the things we believe, you will say that, no, that doesn't make sense. And a lot of so-called high-minded people who maybe they think they have learned a lot of things, they know a lot of things, 
they will say that the things Christians believe, um, uh, 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 they are nonsense. They don't make sense. Are you still here? Yeah, they don't make sense. For example, Bible would say that even it is a prophecy in Isaiah, a virgin shall conceive and give birth to. So a virgin shall conceive. I've asked questions. I think I've even asked Dr. Kofi before, being a doctor and being in the hospital. Have you ever come across a virgin or even if it's not a virgin, a somebody, a lady, a woman, who didn't do nothing but became pregnant? I've been on earth for some time. I've not seen one that I was there. When I woke up in the morning, I was feeling something, something. Uh-huh. Then one week after, I was feeling that something was When I went to the hospital, they say, I'm pregnant. It is a, a 10 weeks pregnancy. But Mary asked the question, how shall these things be? Seen what? I know not. A man. But you, the time you felt the thing, could you say that you knew not a man? Bring it up so that we can put you in the category of Mary. And then we'll say that the things in the Bible, they are so real that even today, they are happening. Because the best they are able to say is that it happened only once. Yes. But it still happened. So to even think of a virgin that is having a baby, you need faith to believe in this because practically it doesn't happen. If somebody has heard of one, you can come up after service so that we'll discuss. But I've never heard of anyone, only in the Bible. And it needs faith to believe that this is true. And if you don't believe it, you are an unbeliever. Yes. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And what? And what? And the word was God. Then verse 14 says that, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So that word which was with God in the beginning is what is now become flesh that is human being to come and live with us over here. Then at this point, you must believe that this boy who is walking around trying to do carpentry work with his father and um, being a normal boy as anybody is actually God who has become flesh and is dwelling with us over here. You must believe. 
And if you can't believe this, you are non-believer. So unbelievers are not people who do bad things per se. But unbelievers are people who are not able to believe the hard things that we believe. And they are hard things. Yeah, they are hard things. Do you see? So when we talk about the subject of faith, don't, your mind shouldn't immediately run to how to get a breakthrough in this and how to get a breakthrough in this and how to overcome this and how to make it in this area. It's part of it, but don't narrow it that way. It is really the subject or the fundamental uh, a ground on which your faith or your life rests. That if you can't believe in these things, then maybe you like church, but you are actually an unbeliever. You are unbeliever in the church, and we have unbelievers in church. There's God. How many of you have seen God before? You have not seen God. You don't know how he looks like. Whatever, but we believe that there is God. And he is there. And he is the one directing the affairs of our lives. And faith is what will make you pray. Because if you don't believe, you can't pray. What is prayer? You have locked yourself in a room. There's nobody there and you are speaking. Who are you speaking to? And the person you are speaking to never at one one time will say, "Mm, mm, mm." That's what some men do. I mean, they say women talk. My wife doesn't talk a lot. I mean, it's one place that I'm still trying to, because that's what I hear, but I don't experience that. And they devise a means, and like when they talk, is that they are talking too much, so the men don't mind them. It also becomes a marital problem. Like I'm talking and you are not minding, you are changing channels. So then those who do it very well say, hmm, hmm. Mm. But his mind is actually on something else. He's watching something on the television or he's getting something sorted out in his mind. But in order to avert um, a, a quarrel in the house, then, you see, I'm giving tips to the women now. He will ask a question. He will try to ask a question. What's the question? No, Bisa, no. Out of place. Try that one and catch him. But this God you are talking to, he will not even say, hmm. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Okay, Mate. Uh, 
No, 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 no. You can be there for hours and talk for hours and hear no word. Why? It is a matter of faith. So if you don't have faith, you will find it useless to spend all these hours. That's why people who are unbelievers and don't have faith, they will tell you that um, instead of spending hours praying, go and do something productive with your life. Because being um, in some kind of activity and it shows that you are helping yourself. But those who are believers, they know that there is a mighty hand up there somewhere that is helping them in their lives and that the things they cannot even do for their life by their activities, that mighty hand is helping them through and is doing it for them. If you are one of such believers, put your hands together for the Lord. And mean yet this one comment, which will land us even in a more uh, murky area. Which makes it, what am I trying to say? It makes it even, should I say, more difficult to believe. Are you with me? Are you flowing with me? I'm saying some things. I haven't read the Bible, so... A more difficult to believe. If you don't want it, you can switch off at this time. And then you come back when I'm talking about you get a breakthrough. Are you still here? Do you like what I'm about to say? And I'll say it because it is real and It is also part of life. And no matter what you do, you can't do away with it. How old was Jesus when he died? Uh 33. Very good. If somebody who comes up as a man of God, preaching, or even a Christian for that matter, doing going to church, and he dies at 33, how is the feeling like? How is the feeling like? Somebody should say something. What do you, inside of you, even if you don't say with your mouth, what do you think inside? Is it not the one that says there's God? In other words, why didn't God save him? How will God allow him to die at age 33? And, and even what you are not saying, which you say, is there really God? That one, you don't want to say that you have been thinking that way. It's a question. Is, that, is, is God there? This God they talk about, is he really there? Actually, somebody pricked me in my faith sometime. I don't remember. Years back, somebody died. And then this person asked a question. Uh, what question? Uh, I think uh, if I, it's, it, but it's like, is God, is God really there? And can He see? 
Do you understand? So it took me aback. It shook me. Yes. Ordente faith in Mamekakra. Because question no it provoke some thinking. I dare yapa and win so nyokani. I'm negative. If I'm negative, feel. Then I saw that no, that's not the way to think. And I always, that's why I always related to Jesus, who died at 33. And if he was living today, and he said he was the man of God, he was the son of God, he had been sent by God, I came from heaven, me and my father, we are doing this, and I'm going back to heaven, and then suddenly, one day they caught him, and he's helpless, the man who does miracles, and the man who raises the dead, even for after burial, you come and stand there and call your name and then you get up and start walking out and they give you food to eat and after that you are alive and rolling with the people and a party comes on in your house and he's sitting by you or they then he himself ordinary men sinners can catch him and beat him and, 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 and spit on him. Oh, piam in the face. And say all kinds of things. And I always say that that is why Peter was sitting at the end of the hall, near the gate. Because when he said, this Jesus they, he will never die. They can't kill him. You watch and see. He would leave them, and when he's walking out, I'll meet him at the gate and say that, hey, Jesus, ah, I'm here. Peter, I'm here. I'm here. I knew that you would come. Yes. He didn't believe that it was possible for them to finish him. Then they catch him and put him down on the cross and put the nail in and then hang him there and people will come and make all kinds of comments and he didn't say anything and he died and they buried him then the people are gone home that's the end of the story if you were living at that time you would not I mean thank God you were born later yes because you will not believe that this person is really who he claims he is. Even today, when men of God have problems, it affects your faith. Is that not so? Eh, he's the pastor. Look at what he has done. Uh, now I won't even go to church again. Uh, the, the best is for you to leave that church and go to another place or something. Or the pastor is dead. I mean, anything affects you. So that one would have affected you so much. And remember, even Jesus in his time, his ministry and his work was full of controversies. Do you know that? Yeah, full of controversies. They were talking about him. Uh, he says he will break down the temple and build it in three days. Hey, I've been watching your software on Ekano. 
Eh, so for we be say ya dam no abol say then I had no. You who cry or be na sorry no kasa by heart. This this that. Then I'm sure the day he was talking with the woman at the well, some people who saw him ran to town and say, "Hey, Momesha so for no. Eh, we are getting it in. We are going to well. No one will afraid or burn us umbra. And we are moving, we are moving like this. And from him for one time, and we are I mean, there are, I'm sure, many other things. Bible says that even his own brothers, who said that there's a feast. Why are you in the house? Go to the feast and go and do the miracles you are doing in our village so that you'll be a renowned whatever. And he said his own brethren did not believe in him. Yes. So Jesus had people talking and making comments and bringing up issues about him here and there all the time and so on. And you are in a church. If people talk about your pastor and they bring up lies and controversial things, they say, mm. I saw something somebody had written yesterday. I don't know whether it's an old thing or the way I said. He said, Every story has three sides. Yes, I saw. Every story has three sides. There is like, and I knew uh, what he, he was trying to say. It's like, if this person says this, then there's another side and there's another side. So you have to know what it is. So if Jesus went through all this, you would not have been. Because even today, when they talk about your pastor, you are confused. Is he a good person? Is he a bad person? They say he's like this. They say he's like, he sucks people. He does this. What else? Whatever you know and whatever, then you are confused about that. Jesus, all the controversies and all the things that he went through, all of them. So, I am just saying that for you to, a Christian means, I believe in spite of the fact that I can't prove the thing practically in a certain way, but I believe it. That's what makes you a Christian. And that's how you can remain a Christian. And I talked about Wow, even when you believe all the things that happen in our lives, that makes it more difficult to believe. Have you had a situation that the more you prayed about that situation, the worse it became? Has it happened to you before? Anybody here? You are praying, as you are praying, the thing is not getting better. It's getting worse. It's getting more difficult. Yeah. So, if you also look at it that way, you begin to ask yourself, is there God? Does faith work? Is it real? Does it have any power? Am I believing the unbelievable? Is it in vain? But it's never in vain. Your faith is never in vain. I said your faith is never in vain. Your faith is never in vain. That's why you need to read the Bible. 
Jesus is dead. Disciples are around. And then they arrest James. And they kill him. Everybody will be down and depressed. But where was God? God was there. He said James must go. They take Stephen. Do you know Stephen? And they stone him. He stands there and says, I can see heaven open. And I can see Jesus standing at the right side of the throne. And yet, the stones hit him. And then he finds himself under the rubble of heap of stones. And they take his body and they go and bury him. Somebody who can see heaven. He can see heaven open. He can see Jesus. Why didn't Jesus stretch his hand to just take him out like that? Are you still here? I'm saying these things to let you know that when you have adversities, it does not mean that God is not there. Do you know John the Baptist? Do you know John the Baptist? Have you met him before? John the Baptist is somebody whose birth is, was a, a predicted. And then, do you remember his father was called what? Zachariah went into the temple and he came out and he was um, dumb. Yes. Couldn't talk. And he said his name is John. And then he came up as the forerunner of Jesus announcing the coming of Jesus and introducing Jesus to come and preach and put him on the, your friend say, platform to be seen as the savior of the world, the son of God. Jesus to Maybe he was even having dinner in Mary and Magdalene's house, uh, Mary and Martha. And then they imprisoned this John for no fault of his. He just said that, look, you can't have your brother's wife. They catch him and put him in prison. Jesus didn't go to visit him, Jesus didn't do anything. He was still locked up in the prison. And then a day came that for somebody's stupid fancies and demands, I mean, that you can't imagine. They send people, go to the prison, get this John the Baptist who has come to perform such an important role for Jesus. Imagine like Bishop Kofi is introducing me to, uh, to preach. When he finishes, then these people are fighting him and I'm just looking away. I don't even, I don't even know what is happening to him. To the point that John the Baptist was finding himself in the place that we find ourselves when we have adversities. And so he sent to Jesus to ask him, said, go and ask the guy, uh, my cousin, are you really the one to come or should we expect another? Because look at the situation I'm in. 
First of all, you are my cousin. Second of all, I came to do this job for you. That's why they know you as Jesus. And look at where I am in prison. And you are not doing anything. You are not saying anything. And the only thing Jesus could do is say, watch what is happening. Go and tell him as he's in the prison that over here, the sick are healed. The lame is walking. The blind people can see. And salvation has come for people. Go and tell him that. How does that help me? How does it help me? I am here. I'm your cousin. You are healing people and helping other people who are not your relatives. And you have left me languishing in prison here. When I sent to ask you a question, you said that you take pictures and come and show me. How does it help me? Oh, you don't understand my preaching. Am I helping anybody? I'm showing you that when the going becomes tough and things are hard, it doesn't mean God is not there. I'm showing that that's what we read in the Bible. Unless you don't read the Bible, you don't believe the Bible. And to the point that they beheld him. And Jesus does nothing. And after he was dead, then he gave a powerful uh, testimony of John. Yeah. He gave his tribute. Yes, he wrote a powerful tribute (laughs) for the man that he could have saved from death. So please don't Allow yourself to ask the question, where is God? Is God really there? Why is this happening to me? I ask people, say, why? they say, why me? Then I say, why not you? But who else should it go to? If it's not you, it should be who? Because Obia won a part. Every Christian has something that you will go through. Nobody... You know, even where you are promised milk and honey, you go and find out that there are Hittites and Amorites and, and, and Canaanites and Philistines. Philistines are the people fighting today. Yeah. Today, up to today, the fight that is going on is the same Philistines that we know about. They are the ones uh, that Israel is fighting today. It never stops. Okay. Hmm. It's a powerful introduction. Only that when you do your introduction, then you Faith Secrets. Let me give you two. So you can make the title of the message Faith Secrets. One or two. Very good. Where is that one? Will you get the book? Your faith is your life. This is chapter 7. Habakkuk 2.4. Habakkuk 2.4. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by 
his faith. The just means the Christian. The just means the believer. The believer will live by his faith. So your faith is your life. Your faith gives you your, your life. You live by faith. Hebrews 10, 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe in the saving of the soul. The just would live, you will live and you will not die. You will live and you will overcome. You will live and you will conquer the situations around you by your faith. Not by somebody's faith. Oh yes, somebody can pray for you. Somebody can help you. But your life depends on your own faith, your own ability to believe in God and believe in the word of God and believe that in the things of God and say that God is there and God is in charge. And God will make it happen. And he will make it happen for you. Say amen. Galatians 2.20 I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I but Christ that liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The title is that your faith is your life. Your faith is your life. You live Every day by faith. And listen, faith is not something, some button you press when things become tough for you. Baby, I drink there. A young GD. Baby. In time of peace, in time when there's no trouble, and then the same faith will now fight for you and speak for you when the trouble comes. But if you are waiting for trouble to come, and then you would stand up and say, hey, where's my faith? There will be no faith. The just live every day of their lives by faith. You believe in God every day. You believe in the word of God every day. You believe in the miracles every day. You believe in healing every day. You believe in healing when you are not sick. You believe in divine healing. But now I'm not sick, I'm well. So Then the day you fall sick, you are now looking for faith, for healing. It doesn't work like that. You live by faith. Your life is by faith. All through the scripture, it is clear that the life you live is the real revelation of your faith level. A person who throws himself into full-time business and occasionally gives an offering is a certain level of faith. Another person throws himself into full-time business um, and regularly pays tithes, reveals yet a higher level of faith. 
They understand. So how you do your things, how you live. So people come to church when they have to give tight. It's, it's a problem for them. It's your level of faith. Maybe you are not a bad person. You, I can't describe you as a bad person, a wicked person. But it's your faith. So you pay tight maybe in the year. You do it two, two times or three times or when there's harvest. I don't know. So we harvest. chairman. No, when you don't need harvest to be chairman, because you always have the opportunity to give. If you want announcement of your giving, we can also announce it for you. Although generally it's not our practice, people give for the ministry. People give big, big things, big monies, even buildings. They build a church building for the church and said this is the building and it is for the church we don't come and announce and for me i mean even the scriptures i don't think that it is the right way to go but if that's what you want would i would do it i don't have a problem but your ability to even respond to tithing is a measure of your faith. When your money is not enough, but you take 10% regularly and give it to God, I'm giving this the seed, I'm giving it to God, this part belongs to God, I'm giving it to him, and I believe that he is well able to give me in abundance the things I need and the things I require. I am doing it because it's the source of my life, it's the source of my finance, and it's the source of everything to me. You, it's an expression of your faith. And then the person who says that, why the it's can I answer me? And I've made it 10%. I'm family and coupon. Sorry, but this kind of uh, tax that you want us to pay there. It's your level of faith. So your ability to respond. People are basenta leaders. It's their faith. They have faith that they have to use their time and their, their energy to do something to save souls for God and that there's a reward for them in the future is their faith. There are people also in the church that you talk to, you do everything. They will never be involved. They will never do it. They will never say I'm ready. They will never say I'm available. It is also their faith. So your faith is your life. When we see your life and the way it's going and what you do and what you don't do, we can measure, we can have an idea of the measure of faith you have. Wow. It is true. So look your neighbor sitting by you and try to assess, assess their faith. Have you seen them giving tithe before? Or giving a good offering? That when they are doing offering, they'll get up and tell, today I'm giving 100 cities. Look, 100 cities is not because you can't give it to. It is only your faith. The measure of your faith is said that you are not a 100 cities giver. True. Very good. Are you still here? Faith is your life. The life you live is the faith you have. If you live your life out in full-time ministry, it is because of the faith you have. Yeah, full-time ministry is also another level. It's like you are taking a step into a place and 
of course, I mean, now, like I say, we have an organization that is organized. <laughs> but before, it wasn't like that. Is that as you are taking the step, you don't know whether you are going to land on concrete or you are landing on, 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 on clay or you are landing on black soil or actually where you thought there was some ground you are landing. No, sir, no, there's nothing. It's just a hollow and you are going to sink. But you still take that step and you said that no matter what is in the ground, I'm going for it. It's also another level of faith. A level of faith. Then you see somebody who can do full time jump into the thing like that, and then another person who can't pay tight. It's a level. Hey. Your faith is your life. We can see your faith by your life. Let me give you another one. Your faith is your attitude. Genesis 18:11. Now Abraham and Sarah were old. And were stricken in age. And he ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah loved within herself saying. After I am wax old. Shall I have pleasure my Lord being old also. And the Lord said unto Abraham. Wherefore this is when the angel had come to say that Sarah was going to have a child. And that's her response. Wherefore did Sarah laugh? Saying, shall I of a surety have a child which I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Have you underlined that in your Bible? Have you underlined that in your Bible? All your life you don't have a Bible. You will come to church with your Bible and say, that Charlie, something may be said that will be my key. And I will underline or note it in my Bible. Yes. That means as you are going to church, you have faith that God is going to bring up something that will save your life and change your life. So whether you have a Bible or not, it shows a level of faith. And then I, yes, you. And this is scripture, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? No. At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I love not. For she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst love. Sarah is challenging God. Actually, at that time, they will say God. Then they will say angel. So it is interchangeable. So she laughs. The angel said, why did you lie? I didn't laugh. She got the miracle because God was honoring Abraham. Yes. So your attitude are you a man of faith? Yes, you are a man of faith when you have a good attitude. If you laugh and scorn at something, it shows your low level of respect for it. If you mock me, you do not respect me, and you do not believe in me. 
if you sit up and honor me, it shows you believe that I'm a man of God. So your attitude towards, I should say the word. Are you listening to me? Dictionary, I was just saying. A position of the body indicating a particular mental state. The way the body is positioned, it indicates your mental Positioning of the body. Thank you very much. Mm. Yeah. It is not even something inside that we have to use some telescope to find. But we find it from... That's why when you have proper interview, you sit and they sit. Yes. They don't talk on telephone. Yes. Because they have to see the positioning of your body and they have to see your unspoken sentences. Yeah, your nonverbal communication. So, your attitude. Somebody who believes will be alert and alive. Your eyes will be open. Your ears are open. Your heart is open. Your nose is open. Everything openable about you is open to receive the word of God that is coming to you. So we see your faith in your attitude. Another thing we see about attitude is your response. People sit in the church. They are like dead bodies that are sitting in the church. You preach. You thought we were coming to preach to human beings in the church. When you came, you met human being looking people who are not alive. They can't say amen. They can't clap. They can't say yes. Their face is one. Yeah, like this. Have you seen, um, oh, sometimes they do, dead body smiling. No, 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 but that is how they died. And you won't see that at a point he's frowning. And at a point he's smiling. If they die smiling, that's it. But dead body. If you are doing a filing pass, some of you are afraid of dead bodies. You never do this kind of thing. And then as you got there, then you just... <laughs> what will you do? <laughs> but me, my man, Croft will be warning as I see soon, when ye die, made the Hona obey ye now, Ube so crocodile chest. Watch me carefully. I'll open one eye for you. I'm sure the right one. I've seen you. <laughs> so your attitude is also showed as oh. It's a oh, They like saying amen too much. They like making noise. They like singing. Even worship time, you stand at the dead body which was standing in state that I saw in Domi. Yes. 
standing in state. Normal, normally what? They lie in state. This one was that. I was driving. And when I looked this way, dead body never ran to my no general holiday. I nearly went back because me won't be sad. Then I saw that it is possible for a dead body to stand. So worship time, we just said that dead body I saw in Dome standing in state. Let your, your faith is your attitude, your flow, your smile, your response, your ability to say amen, your ability to say yeah, your ability to show that you are alive. It shows to what extent the thing is affecting you and what extent is going to help you. Oh, yes. So, finally, you saw faith doesn't work. I applied my faith. I didn't get any result. It's not, you don't reach a place where you are applying faith to get a result. You live every day of your life by faith. There's one more I should have added to one more secret that would have completed it. You live your life. By your faith. Yes. Uh-huh. Your life. So your response to the word and you know, your aliveness, how much you are alive to the thing, it shows somebody who has faith. Um, it's Paul, eh? Who went preaching. Even, let's use the Lame man at the beautiful gate. He came, he's a beggar, and he's looking for money from who? Peter and John. And then, you see, one of the things, when they looked at him, they saw that he had faith. It happened also at, is it Peter, who was preaching and he saw somebody that he had faith to be healed. In other words, even when they were preaching or interacting, they could see the people who had faith and the people who didn't have faith. By their attitude. He was expecting to receive something from them. But that's something you immediately say, oh, it's money. If it was just money, they would not have been Encouraged to go ahead to say that I don't have money, but in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. He had an expectation far more than money, and they could see it. Let there be an expectation in you. Jesus is walking here somewhere. He has been called by a centurion, come to my house and heal my servant. And what is going, a woman that he didn't know just comes from behind and tells herself that if I touch his shirt like this, the, the, the bleeding that I've had for 12 years, it will go away. She came, she pressed. That means she forced her way and managed to just touch. And suddenly the thing was gone. Is it Jesus who said that I am giving you faith to be healed? No, No, she had an attitude. She had her own expectation. And she acted. If I'm around to preach next week, remind me to talk about action. Action faith. Yeah. So have that thing. Always believing. Are you with me? When you see a Christian... 
who is always gloomy. Gloomy, chese. Yes. We Basa. I we raho. Depression, yehu a yehu depression. And it does so be any ho. You see somebody who doesn't have faith. Always down. Always under the weather. Always under pressure. Always under the situation. But if you see somebody who has faith, you may even call that person so you too known. Yes, open up the sir. But it's somebody who is coming with a bubbling and happy and moving in the face of the situation as if he doesn't know what is going on and how the inflation rate is. He's just bubbling, he's moving, he's happy and he's looking forward for a better thing that is happening in his life tomorrow. And said people always live with testimonies. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I see somebody with an attitude of faith from today that you are not one who is complaining about this and complaining about that and unhappy about that and down because of this and broken because of that. But somebody who will take the word of God and say that so long as God lives and the word of God is alive and it is living, this is what the word says about me and this is what will happen to me. That's an attitude of faith. You will be an overcomer at every junction and at every spot and at every occasion. You will find yourself on the other side. You'll be above only and you will not be beneath. But those who don't have that attitude, they already have put themselves in the seat of failure. And failure will sit on them very hard and press them down very hard but you are not that person slap your neighbor and say that you are not that person you are not a person who is always under pressure always under the weight of something that you don't know sometimes you feel heavy there's something on your head you say i don't know what it is but i just feel heavy i don't know shake yourself and apply the word of god for yourself and go into some prayer and some tongues and lift yourself out of the situation I want to speak to the sisters who love depression. As I just want to cry a little. After that, I'll be okay. Crying doesn't solve any problem. Taking the word of God. Living your life by the word. And by the faith of the word of God. That is what solves the problem. Crying doesn't solve any problem for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I want to see somebody... Breaking out an attitude of failure. Yes. Before you engage in the thing, you told yourself that oh, me and minim say, "Eh, ye Minim say, "Eh, ye The best is the other one. Nah, that's why you are always in that state. Lift your hands. If you are still sitting, it shows your attitude also. So, but lift your hands and say that, Lord, forgive me for my faithlessness and give me grace to stand and be an overcomer in this evil time and in this difficult time and in this time that we are in in this life. Oh, yes, to overcome an attitude of faith.
a life of faith that I will live every day by faith, every day by faith. 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 A change attitude. Oh yeah. Where I can embrace God and embrace the things of God and embrace the word of God and let it be. A powerful weapon in my hand. Oh, let there be a lifting up for God somebody who is down who is broken who is giving up who doesn't know how to move and what to do let there be a lifting up for God let the word of God lift up the countenance of your children and the countenance of your people Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now pray for yourself. Lord, let me be clothed in the attitude of faith. My response, my action my reaction, everything, let it manifest the faith that is in me. Even the life that I live, let it be the life of a man of faith that is overcoming at every junction. Pray for yourself in 30 seconds. Pray for yourself in 30 seconds. Every spirit of faithlessness and every spirit of weakness and every spirit of defeat in the realm of the spirit. You are undefeatable. Satan will tell you that you are down and out. But you are not down. And you are never out. You are not down. And you are never out. You are not down. And you are never out. You are not down. And you are never out. You are not down. You are never out. You are not down. You are never out. You are not down. You are never out. You are above only. 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 In the name Father, thank you for these faith children who are living every day by faith. By faith, Lord. and overcoming every day. Overcoming every by day. Faith. By faith, Lord. and breaking through every day. And breaking through every by day, faith. Lord. By faith. And now we lift our hands to you, yes, O God, Lord. and we receive with thanksgiving mm. the breakthroughs. 
the miracles, yes. the answers yes. that are already released yes, Lord. in the realm of the spirit. Yes, Lord. For at this week, yes, Lord. Yes, this week, yes, Lord. Yes, this week, yes, Lord. Lord. We lift our hands, yes, and we say thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you, Lord. And we receive them, and we receive it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, shout a big amen. Amen. And clap your hands and give a shout of praise yeah. to Jesus. Yes Lord. Yes, Lord. yes, Lord. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You are the latest man of faith. Wow. That is being released from this Yes, place. Lord. What broke you down the other mm. day? It will come again. But when it comes, it will find you at spiritual skadabakatata. We are spiritual too hard hey. to be broken hey. by the same thing. Hey. Thank you for the miracles of this week. Yes, Lord. We receive the miracles for this week. Yes, Lord. We receive the miracles for this week. Yes, Lord. We receive the miracles for this week. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Shout your loudest amen. Amen. Come on, clap for Jesus again. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Close your eyes. You came to church this morning. You are not born again. You have heard a word about faith. The first demonstration of your faith is receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Opening your heart for Jesus to come into you. So this morning I'm giving you an opportunity. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want to pray for you. Lift your right hand up like this with me. And I'm praying a special prayer for you. God bless you. If your hand is lifted up, do one more thing. Come to me in front here. If you don't take this first step of faith, anything else we are talking about, it will not apply to you. And I want to encourage you to take this first step of faith towards God. And God will come through to you after this. Lift up your right hand and come to me in front of you. I'm praying a prayer for you to receive Jesus. Come to Jesus. Yes, you throw in there. Opeso Monqua. Obe Mountqua. Everlasting life. He will give it to you today. It is yours for today. God bless you. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. For dying for me. For dying for me. I receive Jesus today. I receive Jesus today. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Wash me in the blood. Wash me in the blood. From today. 
From today, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I will follow Jesus. I will follow Jesus. I will serve Jesus. I will serve Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. God bless you. This is the first demonstration of your faith. And I'm more and what to in a church say, Who did it? A GD Anamo. And after this, Uber Nanti GDM.